Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the Quick Resume Podcast. It's us, your boys. Uh, we're going to be speaking about the possibility of another Master Chief Collection type thing today you know happening on xbox we're gonna be talking about maybe a monster hunter like kind of exclusive game from xbox we're also gonna be talking about that new blizzard ip that they revealed out of nowhere for like job listings all of that today and can you believe it more on the quick resume podcast I'd subscribe. <laughs> I've really sold you there. I'm not a con man, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Okay. Thanks for coming today, everyone. I hope you've had a marvellous week. I hope it hasn't been too cold, depending on where you are on the planet. Just generally, I hope it hasn't been too cold. Or too hot, you know, because either way, actually, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that pleasant, is it? You know? No. Um, yeah, we just like a nice middle temperature, where it's yeah. comfy enough. Although, having a nice cold evening, brisk outside, frost outside, mm. and uh, sitting inside playing games is, is pretty nice. I so. Yeah, I quite like sunny days that are crispy. And you might think crispy yeah, isn't a weather. I disagree. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like a crispy like freshness to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that shit. There's nothing like... Um, yeah, just like going out for like a walk when it's like really sunny outside, but like the grass is still like crunchy from like the frost. Yes, dude, it's just satisfying. Ace, yeah, no, I like that stuff. I like that a lot. Know, this has been our weather podcast, so uh, <laughs> yeah, if you guys, it. if you guys like hearing about the weather, <laughs> go <Yeah>. somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah, cool, man. I mean, what's what's going on? How's it hanging? It's hanging alright. It's a bit personal, but yeah, maybe it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's going fine. Yeah. It's just a weird um, expression, actually, isn't it? Yeah, because it literally is referring to like the implication is penis. It's a penis. Yeah, it's, it's, refer- it's refer it's referring to your penis. <laughs> so I'd prefer not to let everyone know how it's hanging. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fair enough. Can't I can't really argue with that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm good, man. Um, pretty uh pretty standard uh to be honest nothing too uh nothing too spicy on the gaming front this week um mm. i mean we've been i i dipped my toes back into halo with with everything going on with that with the event still going and mm. um and uh what else happened something else happened with halo oh yeah no there was just like a decent like weekly reward for once um so i've been trying to complete that but have you already finished I the haven't. event track not yet, no. I think I, I, need, I think I need like two more. Um, when does it end? It ends on re- next reset, does it? Uh, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. So I think I only have a couple more today. So I think I'll be fine to to polish that off. Um, but yeah, I haven't been playing much Halo, but just dip my toes in it more because you know I can. I think everyone who's watched the last few episodes can tell that I I have shifted away from Halo with um 
with the not really much to do um, sort of side of it. Uh, I mean, I could probably be dragged back in if we were all to just be like, oh, yeah, let's try and hit Onyx or something like that. Then maybe I could be pulled back into it. But yeah. I think every, I think everyone's a bit touchy-feely with Halo at the moment. I think yeah. you're probably the only one that's consistently still playing it and you've still considerably dropped your game time as well um, from what we used to have. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, we then, just dipped our toes back in for like attrition, like we did with the new game mode, the attrition. Which is good, and... which was really good. Uh, it was a positive addition to the game for sure. Um, yeah. And I'm not slamming Halo at all. Um, and I, I think... think... I think everyone knows that once we get past this season and regular seasons become three months long, I think I think things will feel a lot better and won't feel as stagnated as it is right now because they have said this is the only six month season, um, and it's way too long. Like it's it's insane. Um, I mean, even when we were absolutely addicted to Apex, it was the only game we played all the time we kind of got bored to it uh bored of it and you know they have three month seasons and we kind of stopped playing within the last few weeks even on a game like that so um yeah that's definitely harming it i think so once we get out of season one i think i think things will start to look a lot better yeah absolutely and it's just like for them you know i think a lot of the a lot of their focus is kind of like being more responsive to feedback obviously getting back into the swing of the thing swing of things after the holidays you know there's been like very quick responsive changes to like the store and to like other things like we've got on the agenda we might as well go into a bit now but like bethesda bethesda behemoth <laughs> has been removed from ranked you know the big sand map um yeah which because that, that wasn't a popular thing which was fair enough because that map was a pain in the ass in ranked um and uh i think obviously yeah the store price has changed did we just i think we already spoke about that last week didn't we we have discussed the store prices which is another really positive uh thing to touch on Um, yeah how generous they've been with all that so yeah absolutely and you know they confirmed that the credits coming in season two and there's supposedly a btb fix coming this thursday apparently actually for most people it's back to working pretty much normal now but it hasn't, been, oh, okay. it hasn't been like a clean like update, like right back to 100%. But for mo- most people are reporting that it's generally working like 90% of the time now. Um, oh, okay. That's good. I didn't actually know. I didn't actually know that. That's, neither that's, did I. That's good to hear. But I mean, it's one of those things you don't want to really, you don't want to get everyone on to be like, yeah, I've heard BTV's bear and then it doesn't work yet. And you're like, mm-hmm. see you all in two months. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be nice to have that kind of official, right, guys, you know, it's past certification. Here we go. Uh, it's done. Here's mm. the patch. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. You know, definitely with you there. It, 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 I'm excited for them to like for this to not this like shit to not be the primary issue anymore. You know, the customization, the shop, the uh, BTB, so we can just be like, okay, can we just like focus on like rolling out that content treadmill? Or, like, what's the roadmap? Like, you know, when are yeah. we getting new maps? Like, are there going to be balance changes? When's that happening? You know, because that sort of stuff, like. It, the game has been out like since November now, like two months without a balance change. I know it's launch and like that's to be expected, but if you were if we were to jump back into like Apex, you would expect a or any live service game, you would expect a balance change Changes. maybe a month and a half, maybe half a season. Yeah, they they normally do. Um, I mean, they they do. If something's really bad, <coughs> respawn do tend to um, punch in an update quite quick. Um, for guns in Apex, um, yeah. and then they normally do quite a, I wouldn't say shift in the meta, but they do try and change up the meta every one and a half months, which is half a season. So you normally get a mid-season update, and that comes with a load of cosmetics, like maybe an heirloom or something like that as well. 
So, which is a really good like halfway point, just like you said, to refresh the the, the sandbox and make it feel different. Yeah. Um, because it's it's nice that that there are so many guns in both Apex and Halo, and it's nice when I, don't, I don't, obviously I'm not one of those people where I don't expect every gun to be good. I understand that's the case. But it's nice to have a bit of a shift in the meta, so you can use different stuff. It revitalizes the game for you a little bit. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, so I think that will make sense. So I think it's for me. I'm kind of waiting for that. So like, as much as like I want to get to season two, so we can get into that like regular cadence of like, here's your three monthly battle pass. You know, it's the battle pass is revitalized. Obviously, here's some new modes, a new theme. You know, a new armor core, whatever. All very exciting. Mm-hmm. But like the next big thing that I'm now looking for is like when's like the next like balance or is there going to be like a content drop like when is that happening like realistically um because yeah. if like, like that's not happening until season two then that's obviously a long way and i'm i'm okay to say like all right well i might just pop this yeah. down for a bit so i don't burn out and then come back then um plus it's it's things like you know will they add weapons to the sandbox as well you know will season two bring a fuel rod cannon with it you know something like that those sort yeah. of things would be really cool um and that that to me is a lot more game hours than a battle pass. Um, if it's done right, obviously. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I think a, a sure. bigger blog post is expected soon. By the sounds of it, detailing like what the next changes are, because because we, we already know that the, what they intend to change. Because in the final flightings, they gave us that big feedback log, which we went over on the show um, of like we know this needs addressing. We agree this needs addressing. You know, one of the things that we were really talking about was the radar extension in BTB. And they mm-hmm. said like, yeah, we're going to do that. We're not sure about arena yet, but so we already have, and we already know what they want to change. And it's just a matter of when, you know, and I think there were things like, you know, making some vehicles more viable, like the chopper and the Banshee and um, yeah. you know, other bits and bobs. Um, yeah. So yeah, there is that. And I think desync has been mentioned as well. Um, like yes. it's been addressed. So I don't know. Again, time frames. That's all. It's just time frames. That's the like the thing I'm waiting for because I honestly I'm at that sort of point where unless we are sort of all get back together and are okay to play like ranked or play just for fun or like play BTB, if nobody else was playing and the weekly reward wasn't good and there was no event going on, I would be like, I'll put this down this week, and that's yeah. absolutely fine. But like up to this point, because I'm I'm still having fun like going through the. Uh, like the, the the content catalog that's now coming out for the game there's like a couple of pe- shout out to standard ace this this fucking dude puts out daily videos of like some new crazy tech in halo yeah. and so like every day i have that in my th- and i you know it's like a 40 second video i watch it i go you can do that and then i spend the night you know playing halo and i'm trying to try to do that like one of the things was uh, repulsoring back the spikes of a needle so he was like oh, okay. throwing it to a corner, expecting someone to be there, sprinting up and then battering the spikes and it like immediately cracked people. And it's like, <laughs> and obviously wow. you can do it defensively as well. Just shit like that. Yeah. And it's like, I can, I can do that. So yeah. yeah, That is but, pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah. 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 There is all of that going on. Um, and I guess while we're on top of Halo, uh, recently, what was it? It was this week. Um, the Halo channel finally announced numbers. So did Xbox as well. You know, they said Forza oh. Horizon 5 has hit 18 million. And uh, Halo Infinite at 20 million. So we got numbers, and those are obviously very good numbers. Um, yeah, uh, and which is obviously good because so many, like, so many people just like want Halo dead. Like, some people, oh, if, yeah. if they said Halo has only had 1 million players, we're shutting the servers down, some people would rejoice and be happy. People would yeah. be like, I, as a Halo fan, I'm now glad that Halo is dead. <laughs> it's like, 
For sure. And now we have Activision, you know, we can, we've got Call of Duty. Yeah, we exactly. need Halo. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because that's we what you'll get. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to have a crossover, dude. We're going to have a Halo Call of Duty crossover, I'm calling it. Do you know, I'm Master sure. Chief's, Master Chief's going to punch down with Soap McTaffish. It's going to happen. Yeah. But listen, Emil is basically fucking, what's his face, isn't he? The ghost boy. What's his name? I don't know. Ghost boy, you know. <laughs> Mate, I can't. He has, he has the thing that pulls over his, his mouth and nose, and it's got like a skull on it. The, like, yeah, yeah, but I don't know his name. I God, that, I played that campaign God knows how long ago. Why are you giving me those looks? You don't know his name either. <laughs> yeah, but you you excel at this. You excel at remembering weird little details. So Yeah, but not that. Okay. So. I, actually, I actually repressed Call of Duty Ghosts anyway, because that yes. game sucked. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, to be fair, that is a startling uh, realisation I hadn't thought that that could be a possibility somewhere down the line <laughs> i mean i was kind of kidding but it's i guess there's potential there but... dude can you fucking imagine like five years down the line we get like you know uh you know call of duty cosmic warfare and it's just cod in space and then like chief drops down yeah. in a cod game it's their universes collide yeah, dude. I I'd mean, shit myself. Uh, yeah, I probably would as well. But I, I don't, don't think you would. I don't it. think. No, it wouldn't. It's a horrible no, idea. It, it would be awful. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible it would, idea. It would uh, truly be garbage. It's one of the few crossovers that I'm like, don't go near that. Not even for fun. Don't do that. <laughs> I'd rather have a crossover of like Gears and Halo. Like, oh, she just comes yeah. in. And, that like, works. Fucking rips the head off a locust queen. Yeah, just just like you know how they did the the Witcher uh, quest in Monster Hunter, just like that, just like a one fun off mission. Yeah, yeah. So I've really fallen cool. through a forerunner portal. Chief doesn't, know that, <laughs> so I don't know why. I don't know why I'm speaking like that. But That's yeah, perfect. Yeah, absolutely perfect. Yeah. Anywho, so obviously, yeah, big numbers for Halo, which is great. And obviously, you know, I think the bigger question here is really, you know, what what can the retention, you know, how is it going to retain players and to be honest, I really just get the feeling that lots of stuff is there and planned out and on the roadmap. It's just shit needs to be ironed out and like, you know, they, they're getting on back into like the pattern and schedule. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not worried. I'm really not worried. Especially with uh, yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just think they need to just... They're, they're obviously in a in a sort of spot in their development cycle where they're, they're just they're trying to roadmap stuff as well as pump out stuff to keep user attention so once they figure out that roadmap um and they just need to communicate it with with people and i think just having dates is enough to keep people on the hook as well it's just that just not knowing like I've, I've just been in a state of not knowing much about what's going on with halo um for a little while um, I mean, yeah. there's been some data mine stuff, but you, you can't. That's not that's not from the developers. Someone's yeah. cheesed that out the game files. It's different. Well, um, yeah, and, and this is the thing because they have. I think they've been really good and quick. Like they use there's usually a blog post every week, but it's usually something small. Like this is the primary. You know, like we know BTB, BTB is still broken. Still broken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna fix that. We know we we we're addressing the store next week. So there's usually something something on a weekly basis but yeah in terms of like the bigger questions of like when's the next game mode when's the next map when's the balancing like we don't have answers to those questions yet we know it's coming yeah. we just don't have answers yet so yeah yeah mm. totally totally with you um 
I guess I don't know if we speak about this now or later. No, I think about I think we speak about this later. So that's that's fine. I think we're probably done with with Halo. Other than the fact that by the time you're watching this, the trailer for the Halo TV show has likely aired. So hopefully, future me can look back at me and say, "Go me," because that looks good. Because the, the the teasers and the snippets look really high budget, like surprisingly high budget. Yeah, um, they do. So yeah, and I hadn't realized that the guy who's playing Chief. What's his name? He's like Pablo Trier, I think is his name. He's one of the guys who used to be in Orange, Orange is the New Black. And he was actually really good in that. I didn't realize that was him. Um, so my okay. hype level kind of went up a little bit after that. But also it's on Paramount Plus. And what the fuck is Paramount Plus? So It's just another subscription service, dude. I just, I have enough direct debits. I don't need another one. Yeah. I lose track, dude. Yeah, for sure. Um, awesome. Okay, I guess I I really just briefly wanted we we have spoken about this before, but I just wanted to quickly touch on Dying Light Two because we have that is coming out this week, and I think we are kind of cautiously excited, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's something that we'll be playing unless unless it's a bomb, like I'm talking sub seventy five bomb. Then I think we're probably going to be playing it and talking about it anyway. So hopefully we'll have we'll be able to speak about that a bit more next week. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, it looks good man Uh, I have kind of I have high hopes for it like you said I'm cautiously optimistic Um, it's definitely it's you know for anyone who's watched our previous episodes it's definitely again it's right up our alley being a four player co-op sort of open world game that you can kind of muck around in and kind of take serious at the same time depending on what mood you're in Um, and we we love the first one Um, I'm sure we spoke about this on previous episodes but um and it just looks it looks pretty good from what they've shown um but then they haven't showed too much at the same time too so it's kind of hard to say um we spoke about this earlier today as well we're we're kind of we're interested to see how the review embargo is going to go down um because obviously that's a good indication on you know (laughs) someone's confidence in their game um so we'll have to see if that's sort of if if because I mean, generally, if it, so, it's releasing on Friday. So generally, I think reviews tend to come in a few days before the release, don't they? So you like to see some roll in Monday, Tuesday, potentially Wednesday or something. Um, and then, obviously, if there is a review embargo, then we won't see anything till Friday. So yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I know another game that's obviously taken up a lot of the conversation at the moment is Horizon, which I think comes out. Yeah. Is that coming out like tomorrow? Or like Monday, Tuesday, I, Tuesday. I thought it was late Feb, but is it early Feb? Is it definitely early Feb? I mean, maybe. Maybe I have made a mistake here. Maybe I, I assume this Hang was on. like. I'll be able to get it. Just Karen talking. Uh yeah okay 18. yeah I, I okay so yeah like mid okay fair enough I thought this was like in the next like week so okay fair enough that's fine yeah no. we're 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 entering yeah. we're entering the God's month <laughs> the God's month of February. Uh, yeah, yeah. dying light and the horizon, and then Elden Ring at the end. Elden Ring. Oh, I'm still so hyped for that game. Goodness um, gracious! But yeah, um, but yeah. So we'll 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 hopefully be able to uh, talk to you guys a little bit about Dying Light, um, and hopefully it'll be good because I think uh, I think the first one was cool, and I don't. I'd hate to see just a sequel just die. Um, because let's be so real. Long. Exactly. Let's let's be real. If a sequel comes out, it's had this much time in the oven, this much 
development time and resource and all that and then it doesn't review well and it potentially doesn't sell well you're, you're never going to see a dying light three ever again that so he's gone yeah yeah it's just gone um at that point so it would be nice to to see it do all right for sure yeah yeah okay and here's another game uh not i mean not that it's not releasing but it has been talked about and that's crisis four the announcement of crisis four um you know in, insert um high demanding game computer melting joke here um there's been a lot of talk about you know, you know crisis four i can't wait to not be able to play it because you know historically the other crisis have looked really good for their time and been very demanding on on pcs hmm. <laughs> i've never played a crisis me neither man <laughs> me neither yeah so i mean it's like a futuristic like shooter isn't it uh like I think aliens so. and cyborgs and shit i think is it aliens um, i don't think it, I, I think, think it was it like is. i think it was i thought it was like a political like drama i thought what similar to like kill zone uh, yeah i think so Wait, is kill zone aliens i, d- I don't I know, know. <laughs> everything has aliens these days <laughs> um yeah alien so... politics but I've I've heard I've heard the other ones are pretty good. So, but I mean they've notoriously they've always been like PC PlayStation exclusive, haven't they? The previous crises. I don't think have we no. had them on Xbox. Yeah, no, yeah, we've had them. Yeah, we've had them. Oh god, I could they've just been buried under my nose. Then I'd, yeah. I yeah, I, I I could have sworn they just didn't release on Xbox. But okay, yeah. Well, it's um. Yeah, I think, as to my knowledge, they've gotten worse as they've gone on. There's obviously been three. The first one, just looking at it now, has a Metacritic of 91, which released in, in 2007, yeah. which is obviously a bloody good score for a first-person shooter campaign. So that's why it's such a you know well-known franchise. But since then, I think they've been kind of middling 70s. Uh, and then, obviously, they, the trilogy came out like a few months ago, didn't they? Do you remember they did the trilogy? And that I don't think that reviewed well, uh, where they bundled oh. them through together with very slight you know, up-res or whatever. Um so I guess it's just let's see let's fucking reboot it. And this is another one of those games that we keep talking about where they keep doing like a remaster or like a a small like like a collection trilogy before releasing an, a sequel, you know, testing the market again, you know. Yeah. It keeps happening. It's happening so much at the moment. Um, well, clearly it didn't really work out that well, at least critically. Um, I don't know how well it sold. Well, exactly. I just think they just wanted to see like interest, like generally. Like I don't think they really cared if it was well. Clearly, they didn't care if it was critically well yeah. received. Um, pumped out with minimal upgrades. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that happens as well. Um, uh, along with Stop Dying Light Two, which we'll touch on more next week. Games with Gold was announced. It was shit. Not even going to name what's in it because it was so shit. I, like, I swear I haven't seen a decent Games with Gold for. I, in all honesty, I didn't even check for it a long for yeah for a long time. I just thought Games Pass just completely just just revoked Games with Gold. I thought it didn't exist anymore when Games Pass came out. I thought it kind of just absorbed it. And then I was just like, I remember seeing like an article and they were like, this month's games with gold. And I was like, huh? <laughs> still a thing? I was like, we have games pass. Why is this still a thing? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. It, like some people say that if anything, it just does damage to the brand more than actually helps because it pops up yeah. and everybody goes, what is this? Like I'm not yeah. gonna play this, even though, even if it's free, you could give it to me for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so yeah, but I think it's probably one of those things. I don't think anybody would be sad if they folded it and they're like, "We're not going to do that anymore." 
we're having a little more of a deep thought about where Xbox Live Gold's place is in the system because you know there's been lots of talks about a tiered Games Pass approach and obviously Ultimate Folds Golden and whether Gold is going to get folded together all or not and just have like a free to play service and bump Games Pass prices up instead. So I, yeah, I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. I, I reckon that's probably why they're worried that if they take Games with Gold away, it reduces the value of Xbox Live Gold, which some people are happy to pay for without getting Games Pass. Even though Games Pass yeah. is 25 mil strong, like as good as it is, I'm sure there it doesn't there are some people out there who it won't suit and won't want. And I think they're they're worried about alienating that side of yeah. the market. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh God. All right. So I mean this here comes the big boy. The big boy that really is kicking off the February festival, um, even though it didn't really come out in February, which is Pokemon. Pokemon Arceus came out this uh, this week, and I mean, yeah, well, there it is. For anybody <laughs> who's who's listening and not watching, that Tim just pushed it, put out to the camera, to the camera. Um, yeah. So, and I mean, I think, I think, I think most people are, have been pleasantly surprised by the sounds of it that this is a formula that looks like it works. It looks like a really yeah. good, like good formula that's not perfect but works. And it's a really nice evolution of the series. And I'm honestly pretty happy to hear that. I've, I've still heard there, for example, complaints about difficulty. I've still heard there's complaints about like other bits and bobs as well. And obviously the graphics is just kind of, you know, the look of it is its own conversation. But yeah, what do you think, man? You've played it a little bit. You've probably looked on this more than I have. So what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've sunk in probably, uh, probably only a couple hours, to be honest, maybe a few uh, at most. Um, I wouldn't say it's absolutely gripped me so far. Um, but I would agree with the fact that it's, it's a good skeleton for what's to come. I think, I think it's a good foundation to build up on because Pokemon has been really, really stale for a long time. Um, and I've kind of only just bought them because it's just, I just grew up with them as a child, so I, I've just always had a soft spot for Pokemon games, so I do still tend to buy them. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like this one does a lot of what other ones do, but just improves in a lot of ways, especially the RPG aspect, the exploration aspect, and just the whole feel of it kind of makes it feel more like a world. And like these, you know, Pokemon's always gone for this. You're in a world and these creatures inhabit it, you know, and you're just like with them. But like, I feel like this is the first game that's actually just encapsulated that perfectly. The Mm. fact that, you know, this is a world with them and you're just, you're still studying them. You're still fit, like figuring them out and what they are and stuff like that. Um, And I think it's, I think it's a really cool foundation. Um, and yes, it is jank. Um, the beginning of the game is somewhat unbearable. I mean, Nintendo <laughs> N- Nintendo games have a habit of holding your hand a lot. And I get that this one is shaking up the formula a lot. But I shit you not, where pretty much 95% of my total three hours on it has been tutorial so far. Oh, no. Um, it is a very slow start to the game. So much talking, so much throw a Pokeball at this fucking thing, so much just, I don't know, man. Yeah. And it's like, I know how this shit works. I understand the basics of Pokemon. (laughs) Exactly. But like, it does, it does shake it up to an extent, but 
I would... <sighs> I don't know. You know, they, they have to cater for the people who have, one, never played a Pokemon game, or one, are young enough that they need to they need to know how it works because they're kids um, and it's a shake up to the formula. So I understand why it's there, but for someone like me, um, yeah, it was kind of unbearable. I'm not mm. going to lie. Mm. Um, so very, very slow start, um, but I'm sure it's going to get better. And uh, yeah, man, it just feels cool. Yeah. It, it, it feels cool just to like run around and, um, you know, just sort of like observe them all in the wild and catch them and then you got like passive ones and nice ones aggressive ones um that really shake it up the battle they've changed up the battling slightly as well like you got styles as you like hit things now yeah I saw that. um and stuff like that so that's a nice addition um you know it can make things a little bit more tactical to an extent rather than your standard um your standard just four moves super effective or not sort of thing um so yeah, overall I like it, and uh, I think it's something they can only improve upon. So, yeah, good, good. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. It's it, it's good to hear some uh, excitement around that IP again because it's been a bit of a downer. You know, not not unsimilar to like I think about like Halo really. Um, you know, and how the conversation has now changed around like to a, a mostly a positive place um and like you know with both of them a lot of people say they're not perfect games but they're very good in what they're trying to do and trying to reinvent the wheel and, and make it a good sort of spiritual step forward um you know kind of yeah. trying to retain what made the ip important to people but also giving it something fresh so it's you know we're not like rehashing the same stuff over and over again so yeah yeah I'm, i just feel uh, like i feel like a, a like i mean nintendo pride themselves on their polish for their games and stuff like that this obviously isn't one of those but for future ones i think you can polish it not only in a way of graphics and stuff like that but like just the overall experience like i wouldn't mind if i could just boot up a game like this and just have a little questionnaire just be like you played pokemon before yeah you know do you like, do you, you know, do you want, how difficult do you like your games? All that sort of stuff. And then it just recommends different settings and gives you like a hard mode option or something like that. Cause this is an RPG after all, yeah. just something that can actually tailor the game for you, depending on who's playing it. Cause right now it's kind of just like, this is kind of a kid's game, but nostalgia could adults can play it if they can bear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's basically, that's basically what it is. Um, they need to they need to cater um, for the other audience as well, and I don't think it's too hard to slap a hard mode on. Um, you know, make trainer levels always scale one or two levels above you, so you go into a fight even though you're 18, and you know that trainer will always have 20 or something like that, just to make it a little bit harder, and you have to be more aware of your type effectiveness, all that sort of stuff. I can't yeah. imagine that's too difficult to do, but I, and I think that that kind of does summarize. I think the problem that a lot of people have had with Pokemon is that I I feel like the who is it that made is Game Freak Game that's Game Freak made these yeah. yeah yeah Game Freak like don't seem to be aware of the fact that the Pokemon the people who played Pokemon back in the nineties and loved it and fell in love with it nineties early two thousands have grown up now yeah you know so if anything you should be going in the direct the other direction to make it more challenging or at least making it accessible like if you, if you are going to keep the skill floor so low and i know there's a lot of complexity in the higher levels of i understand that but like you know 
that like a lot of the complaints will be like Pokemon's too easy, and it's you know part of that is because these people have grown up and now have wrinkles in their brains, and like <sighs> we understand how the systems of the game. So yeah, and I think that that's what's driven people away a lot of the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, awesome, cool. That's good to hear. And it's it's settled in at an eighty four and open critic now, which is one of our mates picked that and. Um, that's that's looking pretty solid for him. So good, good for them. It's, it's definitely definitely higher than I expected it um, to to go at. I was kind of expecting like 77, 78 or something around that area, um, high seventies. So yeah, nice job. Yeah, I I'm glad I I'm glad I didn't counter pick it in the end. I I stuck with it. the thing is I my thinking was like it's a Pokemon game. I yeah. I always feel Pokemon like Nintendo games get over reviewed, you know, whatever. Burn me at the stake. I feel they get over reviewed a little bit. Um, so it's probably going to be a safe to not counterfeit because it's going to get, you know, it's going to get points regardless. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Speaking of fucking being a bitchy little fanboy, um, oh, <laughs> this is God. this is a funny thing. This is a funny old thing. Um, so you know, Greeny. Aaron Greenberg, you know, director of marketing over at Xbox, the bald guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, people have like been pretty pissy with him in the past because he's like says things on Twitter, like, and people go, "That's not, you know, that's not true." Like, typically, he's been blamed for like overhyping events and stuff like that. But he's he's been really well behaved for the last few years in like um, setting expectations and being the, that guy. Good anyway, on, he's bro. very vocal. He very much like loves. You can tell he like loves the brand and he loves his job and there's nothing wrong with that anyway he after the acquisition he changed his fucking twitter profile picture to him and crash bandicoot both doing the whole arms in an x thing like crossing yikes and it drove people mild mild it drove people mild Mild. i wish it drove people mild (laughs) that would be great (laughs) and we wouldn't have to talk about it then um yeah and it's like I don't know if he's like a hyper cerebral troll or if like I don't know because it's like it really isn't a big deal. But I think once you start to put it into like the context of Twitter, people are like, "I can't believe you're fucking, you know, rubbing this in our face that Crash yeah. is now we're never going to play Crash again." And he's just like, "Dude, I just wanted to make a profile picture next to Crash Bandicoot," you know. So <laughs> yeah, there there is an element of that, but then Crash Bandicoot does have a shit-eating grin on his face it does kind of feel like a slap um he does so, he's so smug i don't know he? yeah he's such a little shit he's like i'm a sellout basically <laughs> that's crash right now i go where the money is yeah. Um, yeah but yeah obviously it's it's stupid it's as with most twitter beef and gamer beef in general it's fucking stupid it's a lot of it is you know the guy's just you know, it's it's a big acquisition. It's a big deal. He's he's happy about it, and fucking, what's the big deal, man? I mean, look at some of these comments, for example. Let him sit next to Crash. Yeah, some of these comments in response to the profile picture change was, "Damn, how can Xbox P3 Phil Spencer agree with this? This is something really rude and gives bad feedback to Xbox. People like this should work at level at this level. Just my opinion." I don't know you know what it meant, but it didn't sound happy. Um, you know, Xbox has some very good people, although I make jokes and really respect the intellect of its leaders. But this guy, I can never stand the way he talks and his attitude. Unprofessional. 
console is- warrior. Marketing for bots. <laughs> <laughs> Huge. What is what is this one? You never catch what does this say? Hang on. Let me let me let me do a zoom ski. Yeah, I do a zoom ski. Yeah. Let me let me do this one. You'd never catch YSOP posing next to Darth Revan. Microsoft's business has no dignity, man. No respect either. <laughs> like how is the old Republic character, yeah. Oh, okay. But like this isn't I don't think this is a hey fuck you kind of Yeah, move. it's not, like... is it? It's not personal. <laughs> yeah, like man, people are so fucked. <laughs> It's like these people have been personally messaged by Aaron Greenberg, like, we're going to fucking make Crash Bandicoot exclusive. You know, do you like Call of Duty? Too bad. Give it three years. You're not playing another one. (laughs) It's not like we DM DM them all a link to the Microsoft store to buy an Xbox and just put, if you want to play Crash, you better add this to your cart. You know, it's not... (laughs) It's not like we did anything like that. So Yeah, exactly. So. People just need to fucking take it so personally. Yeah, people need to chill out a little bit. This is why I will never buy an Xbox. I don't want to be part of Xbox community. <laughs> Sick, yeah. bro. Sucks to be you. Yeah, we're a we're a terrible community. He is right. Yeah, no, we, we are. We are, we are. Um and if you scroll down to the notes below, you'll you'll see that because this triggered so many people, everyone made this their profile picture. Everybody just edited their height and their head on top of Aaron Greenberg and then next to Crash doing that with a shit-eating grin. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> so. so I did the Joker. That's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> just one of them just a chief helmet. One of them was just Cortana. It goes on and on. That's pretty great, dude. Hopefully, it I think this is... Good names. It does. It absolutely does. And, and you know, this isn't... <laughs> Unfortunately, this isn't the only Twitter outrage story for the week. The second one oh, nice. is a is a popular, um, what should I say, a popular PlayStation fan, Malfi Loud, t- directly tweeting President Biden <laughs> to block the acquisition of of Activision Blizzard. <laughs> what? No. I'm dead serious, dude. He asked if Biden could stop Microsoft buying Activision. Mr. President, please look into Microsoft's 70 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Microsoft has been getting away with antitrust for decades now because of their money and power. It's time to stop them. Uh, Mate, I'm sure the first thing Biden did was shut his laptop, get on a train, get over to Microsoft headquarters. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> I heard you bought Activision yeah. Which one of you pricks? Which one of you pricks took a profile picture next to Crash Bandicoot? Who did that? Yeah. I'm blocking this. <laughs> storming through the office. Yeah. It was you. I recognize it. Yeah. You shit-eating grin. Yeah. Fucking oh. throws his coffee on him. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's again Sometimes you've got to pull in the big guns. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, President Biden, am a. Pl- I'm from the Pony Nation, and uh, you know, I therefore I have to. I have to block this deal. I just have to. You know, man, just let's, I, uh... just stop taking this so fucking personally, dude. Yeah, I mean that's just stupid, and I like to think it's a joke, but it probably isn't. No, it's not. It's not a joke. <laughs> 
there was like this user oh, was defending themselves like you know further down they were like no you know it's a monopoly and consolidation and fuck off fuck as off. if Biden the producer even know there's a gaming industry <laughs> yeah he's like uh, yes games? I played I played Pong yeah what are these uh, video games you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah Microsoft <laughs> a cross box Ah, yes, a cross box. A box purely for pornography. That's not interested unless it's Russia's involved, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, okay, Wicked. Well, we did have a bit of a, you know, sort of speaking of fucking stuff happening with Activision Blizzard and exclusivity and stuff that makes uh, fanboys angry. Uh, We had a bit of an update uh, from Bloomberg about what's kind of, you know, the whole status of Call of Duty and the possible exclusivity that's going to happen. Whether it will or won't it, you know, that whole thing. Uh, So, quote, again, from Dresden Schreier at Bloomberg, uh, quote, uh, Activision is committed to releasing at least the next three Call of Duty games on PlayStation, even after the Xbox acquisition. According to people familiar with the deal, that's COD 22, COD 23, and Warzone 2 in 2023. After that, it's easier. So, contracts, yeah. there's already dry ink for these next games. But after that, it's a bit easier. And this is what I keep saying. I keep saying I think they are going to go exclusive. I just don't think it'll be anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. This is what we said in the last episode. Um, and yeah, this has kind of made that a bit more concrete. Um, yeah, it's kind of as, well, as you predicted more. I didn't think it'd be maybe the next three, but it's it's pretty much as you predicted. Um no, and I no, think, no real surprise here. I don't. And think. I think as well that's like if that is what's going to happen, because like that you know that that is still a tectonic move because you know it comes back to that whole thing of like you know Minecraft is kept, it's kept most apart from because it's just so big and it just isn't worth like losing assets and money like by me. Yeah. You know, and that that whole argument that, that same thing. Um, but I think if there is going to be five years until we see the possibility of an exclusive Call of Duty, that gives PlayStation enough time to spin up a Call of Duty competitor as to maybe not lose that market share. You know, they mm-hmm. they poach people from Treyarch, Infinity Ward, Respawn, bang, they've got a first-person team and they make a exclusive first-person team. Time shooter. splitters. Yeah, whatever, man. And yeah, and, and <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me to see them do that to like stop, you know, people bleeding or maybe, uh, you know, trans- uh, like transferring into, into buying, buying an Mate, Xbox. So That's what they're going to do. They're literally just like Microsoft or Activision. They literally just get out like an old fucking folder of like an X on it, and they literally just like yeah. blow the dust off. Yeah, it's time to get out time split. Yeah. <laughs> big guns. Yeah, the time has come. The yeah, end. Nice. Is nigh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, so yeah, and allegedly this whole thing isn't really related to the timing of the acquisition. That's just how it is. Like the the contracts have just been signed up till like twenty twenty three. So, or 2024 time um but yeah yeah so we will see but that's the current status which is honestly i think quite good you know for the short to, to the midterm even nobody has to worry about cod going anywhere which is like you know, yeah really really no big deal for anyone yeah the world won't riot yet yeah not yet exactly we, we can we will live for at least three more years <laughs> before bricks exactly. start coming through our windows for having an xbox podcast exactly uh, the one thing i say is just enjoy these three years yeah maybe Maybe move somewhere a bit more remote, somewhere you can't be tracked. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll be fine. Yeah, maybe install like a security camera. Maybe get a guard dog. 
Um, yeah, maybe have full lockdown measures on your windows and doors. <laughs> a panic room, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so do all of that. Um, and this this is really interesting. I said this in the intro, but a lot of people have mentioned this in their podcast now, people who actually have information, unlike me, so, you know, <laughs> we just talk about it. But Jeffy Grub Grub, and also now Jess Corden, I'm um, over on the Xbox 2 podcast, I've now mentioned this, um, and the idea that there is another game that is getting the Master Chief Collection uh, treatment. Uh, we don't know what that game is, but obviously it will be an Xbox game. What do you think? What What would be the best thing for you here, and what, what would you speculate? Quake. You don't mean that. <laughs> you don't mean that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, sorry. So something's getting the Master Chief. Uh, probably Gears, right? Yeah. I mean, Gears is, is one of the things that's definitely in the conversation. I I mean, that's the first one that comes to my mind. I mean, yeah. what, what instantly sprung to your mind when, when this was mentioned? Gears came straight to my mind. The other one was was Fable. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think actually, it's, that's a good point. Yeah. I think it's got to be one of those two. And I guess I'm more leaning towards Fable, partly because I would rather it be Fable and I'd love to see like a proper remake yeah. of one of them. I don't think they would, but I would love to see that. Um, and I think it would be nice. It would be a nice way for them to get people talking about Fable again, perhaps before a, a re, you know, gameplay reveal, maybe this year. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then they it's, announced it's that holiday whole, 23. It's that whole, like, um, like, you, like we said with the, pumping out like a collection to to sort of see how the market reacts to it um yeah yeah, it it kind of fits for fable right um and if i if i were like any game to actually have a proper remake treatment it'd probably be fable 2 but that would also Mm. be kind of weird um to just be like we're taking the second out of the the three franchise but fable 2 was the best um in my opinion yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it is interesting because, like, I think the other thing is about Gears is that it would be weird to do a like Marcus Phoenix collection or, or you know, whatever we'd call it, the the Phoenixes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, Rising. when they're about, they're a couple years off making the ending to this trilogy. I just feel like it'd be weird to do it now. And I know you could make the argument that you know Master Chief Collection did the same for Halo Four. Like Halo Five is not part of. Master Chief Collection still. Uh, they yeah. added ODST and they added uh, Reach, but they haven't. Added I think Halo they just want to. I think they want to just try and forget Halo Five campaign. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Halo. Yeah. What? It's like Voldemort in the office. They're like, don't say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> don't say its name. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It was but solid. it wasn't. It wasn't. It no, wasn't but it, it fucked the story. Like it did fuck the yeah, story. Yeah, like yeah. I, I will stand yeah. by that. Like it. it fucked all of that up but like yeah it really ridiculous did. like and you can like oh, i've spoken about it before but man when you play through infinite you can still feel the ripples of it. you're like why why has this yeah. happened and you're like because like, someone has to make a dumb decision and you're like i don't i guess you have to do that because that thing happened but fuck this whole thing is stupid like and so there yeah. are some parts of it which still drag down the story in infinite but oh jesus christ yeah so yeah that that would be i think my the other angle of it is that yeah i think it would be weird for them to do it i think it'd be weird for them to have like gears one through to five because that would also be a really big undertaking because it's five games yeah it's Um, insane yeah uh just before they release the end of the trilogy rather than like wait until the the 
get sixes down and then do bang, you know, like six games, like a year, maybe a year or two after that. Um, Potentially, yeah. Counter, counter. Um, oh, go. Gears of War, pop my player population. Not good. Not good. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You know what MCC does really well? Pause all the players together. And you can do that checkbox thing where you pick on your mode and the games you want to play. Do that for Gears. Mm-hmm. Even just an easy quick play button. All of a sudden, like, you, you you pick up the, you know, the dregs of the Gears 1 Ultimate Edition players that love that game. The, whatever's left of Gears 2. Those playing Gears 3, 4, 5. And they're all together in it, and it boosts that population. So there's an argument to be made for like the multiplayer side of, of like that strategically, you know, as well. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, I still think, based on everything we've put on the table, I think the more likely one to see is probably Fable. If I, if I were to be, if I were a betting man, I'd probably say it's Fable. Um, but. Yes, I could definitely see it being Gears. Uh, Gears just popped into my mind because for whatever reason, it's just... I don't know. It, just, that just it makes sense. When, someone says, when yeah. someone says Xbox, I just think Gears Halo. It's like a reaction. It's like a tick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I... Yeah, I'd say it's more likely to be Fable. Um, which is dope. I would like to play them again, even if they are just like little small enhancements. Yeah, me too. Man. Um, I mean, they 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 gave the first one a pretty nice uh, remaster treatment not that long ago, didn't they? It was Fable quite long anniversary ago. edition. It was quite long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was quite long ago, but they technically did it. They did. They technically it's remastered it. it, but it does feel like shit. Like it does. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I tried. And it looks to like it. shit too. It's yeah. not a remake. It's a remaster. It still looks like garbage. Yeah, but... sure, but I, I guess like if they. Yeah, yeah, whatever. If they, if they were going to do it, I would like to see like more than that. Otherwise, it's like you're basically just taking three games and putting them into a to like reset it back to me. I know it'd probably be Games Pass, but um, yeah, that's the thing. I think yeah. with Gears, it would be. I don't know. I guess it, I feel like Gears they could get away with a lower effort bundling of all the games simply because it comes with the advantage of having the coagulated like population. Um, or um, hear me out here. I'm going to throw in a wild card. <laughs> God, I don't like that you paused before you said it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to predict, and I'm going to put my professional reputation on the line here. Jesus. And I'm going to say we're going to get a Lost Planet collection. <laughs> a Lost Planet collection. <laughs> yeah, dude. Lost Planet. One, two, and three, baby. And then they're going to be like, here's four. Yeah, there were three. Yeah. Were they? Were they all exclusives? Yeah. Right? How did that work? I'm pretty sure they were all exclusives, yeah. They were weird games, weren't they? Dude, if I'm right with that, someone needs to give me like a fucking medal of honor or something. Yeah, if you if you are right with that, I will I will trim the clip of you saying it, and I will pay Google AdSense like five hundred quid and like plaster it everywhere, so you can be the, the yeah. one true prophecy, <laughs> the Xbox prophecy. For whatever reason, Lost Planet has popped into my brain quite a few times over the last like three months, and I don't know why. Um, we I I can't remember who we had this discussion with, but I said I was just like. If they, if they were to could like reboot and just like make from ground up with today's technology and like the new Xboxes and stuff like that, I was like, Lost Planet could be fucking dope. Like they had some really cool ideas in there, and like the scale of like the, all the monsters and you know the keeping warm on this fucking freezing planet, all that kind of shit. That was so cool to me. Um, so it was. I don't know. It was, it was really I always had a soft spot. 
for that franchise. Yeah. And it, it looked really good for its time as well. Um, mm. And it was. I remember it being quite convoluted. Uh, like, because it was, wasn't it made by like a, it was Capcom, so like typically JRPG territory. But it was like very yeah. much like, let's like go for the Western market. But I, I'm definitely in agreement with you. I, it was uh, quite, quite an exciting IP, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. But yeah, I mean that's just a meme. Uh, don't no one take me seriously for that. But it's still on the record, so if it ever happens, I want to be taken seriously. But don't unless it happens. <laughs> Which if is the best way sense. to yeah, it's the best way to negotiate. Yeah. yeah. If I'm right, exactly. I, you know, great. If I'm wrong, forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a win-win in my eyes. Yeah, I don't is, know yeah, why that's... people don't do it more often. <laughs> that's how we do business here on the QRP. That's why we're always fucking winning. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. It's Lost Planet. Master Chief Collection incoming. What about like a Forza? Would a Forza like be a thing? That's too wild, though. <laughs> That's way too wild. Mm. Well, I'm likely <laughs> to have Lost, lost Planet. <laughs> yeah, I may be pushing the bow out a little bit. Banjo Kazooie? I just, I think it has to, it would have to be an X. Well, I mean. Crash for the new acquisition? No, surely not. No, they it's, just it's, did that. They just yeah, did that. It's too quick. Yeah, it's too quick. Plus, it's, plus it's too quick a turnover. Um, but yeah, it could, you, it could be banjo. What did you say before? It could be banjo because I mean, you know, I don't actually think that's impossible. I think it's kind of weird because obviously it just went to Switch. Like, I don't think it's impossible that they did like a Xbox exclusive banjo three. Like again, test the market. Can we make a banjo? A new banjo, and it would have banjo one, banjo two, and nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's stupid. That actually makes a bit too much sense. So I'm, I don't really want to talk about that anymore. Because it makes sense, but like, I reckon like someone out there knows something that I don't know and is thinking these two are like fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Just, <laughs> mate. No, we know too much. There's gonna be like a laser dot on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> was that your si- was that your silencer noise? Was it? Yeah, it's can pretty good. Can you do it again? <laughs> what the fuck? It's amazing. It's good, it? Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so good. Thanks, man. For a second, I actually thought there was a silent gun going off in your room. <laughs> oh, no, it did. Seriously, can we wrap this up? Or is it out? <laughs> yeah. My vital organs seem to have been punctured. Oh. Good from there. Okay, well, this is exciting. I'm sure you saw all about this, uh, about Respawn and the big boy moves they're making in the industry. Yeah, three new Star Wars. Three games. of them. Yeah, with uh, Lucasfilm cool, and, and EA, which is you know, and we've not, we we spoke about this sometime last year that you know EA stranglehold on Star Wars is finally over. You know, they made like mm-hmm. two Star Wars games in the entire time that they had that, uh, which was like, <laughs> well, I guess three if you include uh, Fallen Order, but I think that happened right towards the end of the ten year. I think it was ten year agreement they had with Disney to. to just have Star Wars license and you know we know there's a lot happening with Star Wars now Knights of the Old Republic is going off to PlayStation we know that Ubisoft are doing like an open Lego. world yeah the Lego the Lego game coming out Skywalker so they're doing their own thing over there we know that Ubisoft are doing like an open world uh, Star Wars type game so Ubisoft is doing their own thing and now Respawn have been given loads to do as well including what I think was a strategy game a first person shooter and obviously a follow up to Jedi Fallen Order um, okay yeah that was my next question i was just like are they all gonna be like fallen order like sequels or like that style of game 
but okay. You just, yeah. you scroll, just scroll down. Yeah, if you scroll down, you'll see it. You'll see most there. But yeah, I think. Do you know what actually? I think is even though Fallen Order was fucking banging, and I'm excited for a second one. Um, it's actually you know you know quick appreciation, quick appreciation. I mean, I've sucked off respawn enough on this podcast enough before, but it's really impressive that they managed to go like they're a studio who just do first person shooters, and then managed to crank out Fallen Order like with very that talented. much quality. Like that's crazy, and that's kind of what I the only I think about. Of like, I hope Playground can do that for like Forza and Fable because I know it's like largely a different team. Yeah. Like they have two teams. It's not like fucking the person who designs cars is now designing. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But you know what I mean. Like largely that they're separate teams, and I'm sure yeah, same yeah. here. You know, it still falls under the same umbrella. But like that's yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, that's just mad yeah. talent. It just it, it, yeah, it just goes to show just how how talented they are and how versatile they can be in their game. The developments because they could not be <laughs> any more different like the, the, from the normal games they make and it was a fucking banger um, and it's pretty crazy to think that uh, it, it was these people that left from like Infinity Ward to make Respawn wasn't it that's right it's crazy to think that these guys were just fucking stuck making card like Jesus <laughs> Christ dude yeah. What what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like no wonder why they left. They were like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Have you seen this guy's concept for a Jedi yeah. game? Yeah, I want to make a Star Wars game. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, I, I think out of all of this, where I was going was that is that as much as excited as I am for a Fallen Order two, they will definitely play it. Um, I am really excited for them to make another FPS game. Okay, we're not getting a Titanfall three anytime soon. That's the other side to this. That's not happening anytime yeah, this decade. It kind of blows. You know? Yeah. Um, but we are going to get a Star Wars FPS. And that's very interesting. I think that's very interesting. Like, what does that mean? Am I going to be a fucking... Imagine if you Imagine if you were a Jedi that doesn't use a fucking lightsaber, but you use a, a light gun. Eh? Non-canon, don't care. You just fire... A like... light gun? Isn't that yeah. just a... They already exist. They just shoot lasers. Like... Yeah, well, you know, but like a cool one. Like a Jedi one, you know? This is why you're not a developer. This is a cool idea. <laughs> this is a cool idea. Because otherwise, because like, what are we talking? Like, oh, play Stormtrooper. Oh, I'm like super rogue and related to fucking Luke Skywalker's, like, fetus. Stupid. Yeah. You know? I mean... But... That's boring. Yeah, they could they, uh, they could definitely do that. Um <laughs> I, I don't really know. It, it's it's hard to say because if they were just like, oh, this Jedi uses guns, everyone would just be like, I'm setting fire to the world. <laughs> no, that would be like, cool. This, this Jedi needs to have a lightsaber or I'm killing... I'm, I'm going to shoot up a school. I don't know. People are weird. <laughs> I, I think that sounds really... I guess it's because like the, the elements of Star Wars that I like is like the mysticism and like the, the how the powers are like like it's a, it's like spiritual you know star wars is like are like templars they're like paladins you know if we're talking about like high fantasy like classes they're like sci-fi versions of paladins you know they they channel holy power and the holy power is the force uh and that's that's it but like how can you transfer that into like a first person shooter environment that's what i want i don't just want to be a dude who shoots i don't want to be just a guy yeah. You, know? you don't want to just be like a uh, a rebel, like I don't know somebody who just joined the rebel like alliance. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> "You're just a rookie. 
Yeah. And he's just like, well, I'm going AWOL. I'll do this mission myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, yeah. It's just the classic shit. Exactly. Oh my God. He took the explosives and flew off on a ship and he's going to do the mission himself. Oh my God. He was successful. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, I think I'll call it would be like, you know, like in Jedi Fallen Order, all of the powers that you have, like the force pull push, like, you know, flinging people around, whatever. If you had that in a first person environment with a gun, maybe like bullet stormy, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Like push people yeah, into spikes, you know, whip them up in the air, go, gun down. Or it could be kind of like control, control-esque as well. Yeah, control-esque. You could like fly around using your force powers and shoot people in the air. Yeah, I want that. I want like a hyper-mobility Star Wars shooter where I can fucking whip stuff around. Battle Royale. That'd, that'd be cool. Battle Royale. Sorted. Done. Next. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Next question, yeah. All right. We're done here. Good job, Respawn. Excited for your games. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, this is actually the news I am most excited about today. And this was something I messaged you about. And this is that Blizzard are making a new game. They're making a new IP. And hey, oh. You know, you know, maybe I just wouldn't have been paying attention. But I was, what, like, the question I'm kind of asking myself is, would I have been as excited about this? Like, if we are we weren't in the reality where Activision Blizzard was just acquired. And I think I probably would, but I would be... I just wouldn't be paying attention Less. to it. Yeah, yeah, like... But because I'm on the lookout for Blizzard stuff at the moment. Yeah. So, what did you... Yeah, what did you think of this news and, like, kind of what, what it said? I mean, it's cool, right? We just acquired them. It's nice to see a new IP. Something that they've haven't tried before blizzard haven't made a survival game before so it's new territory it's new ip um it's always exciting to see it's risky but i like stuff like this Mm. um and mate i'm a fan of survival games so and 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 if i know anything like i said i blizzard is as much of a rotten apple core as they might have they do make very polished games. games um yeah so and if I can associate anything with survival games, it's that the majority of them are really fucking jank. So if there can be a nice polished one that enters the scene and has a nice like class to it, then fucking sign me up. Yeah, and I yeah, I think that's, that's a really good point. You know, that the, the central part of this story really being that it's a survival game, and someone, a, a developer, seemed to have accidentally said that it's also going to be first person. Um, so, yeah, that is you know, exciting. Obviously, so we don't know where we're at um, in terms of like development and if that could change or whatever. You know, subjects, <laughs> you know, subjects change. Um, but yeah, you know, and the conversation around survival games is generally like quite damp at the moment. You know, it's survival games tend to be early access, early preview. Oh, it's a good idea. Really buggy. Performs like shit. Oh, we haven't updated yeah. it in six years. And like that's kind of like the general feel of what survival games, and, and it's been that way for like ten years now. Yeah, I can't even think of the last survival game that I played. Like it's probably uh, grounded. Grounded. Fuck me. Grounded's probably the, like the only like actually good one. <laughs> yeah, with polish to it. Yeah, it's yeah. I I definitely associate that genre with just like unfinished games. You know, games that just aren't finished and yeah. get released early to the public, and I just feel like a beta tester when I play them. Yeah. Um, Maybe Subnautica yeah, is the so... other one. Subnautica is probably another good example. Yeah, yeah, Subnautica is pretty good. Yeah, but again, I still think that was quite buggy, and it was in early. Access it was for, for ages. A while, yeah. But... 
Yeah, so it's not a perfect example. Yeah, and I actually think a lot of those games end up never really coming together in a way that it's like, do I really need to be searching for berries every 15 minutes? Is that adding to this gameplay loop, you know? Um, yeah. But do I really need to, like, filter my water so it doesn't give me, a, like, diarrhea for the next, like, a <laughs> diarrhea debuff, like, for the next hour? It's like, is that really... A- so, like, it, it never feels like sometimes after, like, years of it being an early access, you know, you just start questioning, like, is this adding anything? Like, is this actually adding tension or, you know, any useful... It was just an annoyance. So, yeah, that, that's... Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, when we're not alone in feeling that, I think that is a general feeling and conversation. But I hadn't realised this until I was starting, like, reading reactions to, to, to sort of the to this, is that people say that Blizzard are really good at taking genres that are, like, oversaturated or haven't quite found their feet and, like, making it really popular for the mainstream and, like, polishing the shit out of it and making it, like, right, you can all play this. Stop stuff. doing that. What? <laughs> You were literally just going, polishing the shit out of it. <laughs> you kept doing it as well. Sorry, man. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, so, like, and, you know, the examples of that presumably would be, like, MMOs, World of Warcraft, you know, strategy games, StarCraft. Um, I know they tried that with Heroes of the Storm, but I think, you know, maybe... I'm assuming that came after League of Legends, so that's probably not applicable. Um, mm-hmm. And Overwatch, like... It literally started the hero shooter. Like, you know, I know some games came to market before it. Yes, I know. Like, it's... Battleborn. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, uh, Team Fortress was before right. that, which was the big hero sort of shooter. It was, um, but I, I know it was big. Started it all. PC only. Yeah, but it kind of started it all. Um, and I guess inspired the likes of Overwatch. But regardless, they made a multi-platform, really polished team shooter, one of the first of its kind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think we can probably both agree that Overwatch is on a bigger scale and scope. You know, there's like... In yeah, there's team Fortress, there, cool characters, all yeah, that they sort added, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, you know, the amount that they added and, you know, they did all those cinematics to add to the lore and the universe. Throw. Yeah, so that's what, they, you know, they took that and they're like, we're going to make this bigger, better, polished, etc., etc. And, then, you know, Overwatch really... Overwatch is one of the... F- only like multiplayer only game it might even be the only one the only ever multiplayer only game to like crack 90s on metacritic and that's bonkers that is absolutely yeah. bonkers so you know i i know we're now at a point in the discourse because i've watched it out for ages where like we don't really speak about it in a positive way but like that game was mental for like five years like yeah um, so popular you know even for people i know people who like weren't even really into gaming who managed to come into the first person genre because they liked what Overwatch could offer. Like, mm-hmm. I can play as fucking Reinhardt and have a shield and smack people with a hammer. And like, you know, then they try Soldier once or twice. They're like, oh, maybe I can shoot people. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, I can actually try this genre yeah. now. You know, so it's, it's that's what I kind of mean, I guess. You know, they kind of like refine it so that it's, it's very accessible and enjoyable to a lot of people. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I'd I'd like to think with with Blizzard's knowledge on games um, and, and Hearthstone, polished. Sorry, and Hearthstone, uh, and and the knowledge they bring to the table and polish and stuff like that. I'd like to think they can look at what all the other survival games have done and, like you said, just iron out. Just be like, this is an annoying feature. Let's not have this in our game. You know, we want our game to be a bit more streamlined. We want it to be a bit more, you know, I guess. Yeah, le- less annoying, but still keeping that survival aspect. Um, and I think they have the, the the knowledge and expertise to actually do that. 
Um, so, and also, I just think Blizzard universes are very generally quite good. I give them quite a lot of credit. When I look at World of Warcraft, I'm like, I like this. I like what I look at. Yeah. I see Overwatch, same sort of thing. You know, I say this like. I know a lot of it's based on the war world, like you know, the Warcraft universe. But I generally I find it quite enticing, and I think it all looks good. Um, yeah. And you you look at the concept art here, which you know you can go onto Blizzard's uh, Twitter and see it yourself. But the concept art that you've got there, if you're hopefully looking at what I'm looking at, it mm-hmm. looks cool. It's like you know, it's very fantastical, very green. Um, like I'm I'm already like interested in kind of what's happening here. So yeah, that's kind of I think one side of the story in that blizzard have a very good generally have a very good like precedent of taking these genres and really making them accessible and ready for the main polished and ready for sort of the mainstream market the second thing which is what took me from this is cool to oh this is exciting is that everyone is responding to this really positively like outs like insiders and devs and you know, just to like summarize yeah. it again, Jason Schreier, um, again from Bloomberg, said, "For what it's worth, even some of the most disgruntled Blizzard employees rave about this game and this team." Um, yeah, and you know, similar reactions across the board. Uh, Mikey Barra, obviously the ex Xbox exec, who's now part of Xbox again, uh, who's leading Blizzard, says, "Played many hours of this with the team. Incredibly excited about the teams," which of course he would say because he works there. But you know, fine. Um, and ex-devs and people who are partners of devs who have seen or played the game. Uh, this is the team I would return to Blizzard for, you know, if, if everything I've heard about the team and the environment is what they say. You know, just loads of reactions um, yeah. like this. You know, everybody seems really excited about what this is. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what kind of makes me like, oh, hello. Like, you know, you've got my attention. Curiosity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, when it's, when it's excited... Um, from an internal standpoint for people who don't even necessarily like work there anymore but you know they've they've seen the project in in its um in its making process and its development process and they're still just like you know i'm very excited for this and they've I've even left that company they've left that company on a bad note and they're yeah. still praising it so you know that that does speak volumes to be fair yeah absolutely um, absolutely and then yeah. you know but beyond that there is the whole conversation of like would the i i would expect if 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 this really does look that good and look that you know i'm not going to say revolutionary or evolutionary whatever if this is if this does look as solid as people are saying i would be very surprised if xbox aren't going to be keen to lock this down your pc and you know because yeah. they've announced it for pc and consoles i feel like that's very specific wording most of the time these things say PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Stadia, you know, they, they list it and they've kept it vague and said consoles. Um, yeah. Which I have to imagine Philly has, you know, made a call and be like, this looks shit hot. Please just use the word consoles. <laughs> because, yeah, you know, I think, again, depends on timeframes. You know, they don't, Xbox don't own Activeliz yet. So if this game is three years away, then I think we're probably looking at a brand new, like, xbox blizzard ip that people are going to associate with xbox um if this game is a year away well then we're in muddy territory of like this could get announced yeah. before the deal gets like properly um finished off and it'll be announced as a multiplayer and xbox can't do anything to change that now so yeah yeah for sure um yeah i mean it'll be interesting either way um 
you know and if it is successful or or whatever there is you know still no harm on having it on both platforms to an extent but yeah i mean like you said the wording is different the way they said consoles so yeah you like to hope yeah i mean not hope i don't want to rip games away from people that's not what i'm trying to say but like i kind of i kind of do hope just like because like i like we we've been talking about for ages like xbox needs new ips man and like the idea of having like a new blizzard ip that people are this excited about as like an xbox thing like i think that's great and again it's a big deal games fast day one you know if it's this um i guess i don't know nobody's actually confirmed a bit but in my head like survival games tend to like mostly be multiplayer yeah um i guess there's some where that isn't the case like subnautica isn't and there are some like the long dark is another one that comes to mind yeah, um, but the majority, majority in in the space are multiplayer. Yeah, yeah, shared and, worlds. Right, and it, and it, it strikes me as they've seen Valheim and be like, "Oh, that's interesting," because Valheim was like in a lot of like Game of the Year conversations this year. Like it was, and that team was mm-hmm. made by like twelve people, wasn't it? And you know the gameplay loop of it was really really yeah. fun and interesting, and you know needs a lot of polish, and and the content roadmap is really slow because it's a small team. It strikes me as that they've seen that and gone like, if we can do this you know, put the amount of scrub and polish on it that we do on Overwatch and add all of these Blizzard systems and, you know, shit on it, then we've got a hit on our hands, you know? And, and that's obviously, yeah. like, you can play up to eight people with that. Like, that that strikes me as, like, what this is. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's something I find very, very exciting. So, yeah, that's that story. Yeah. Next up, money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Xbox financial report. Um, uh, would you believe it? Xbox and Microsoft made a lot of fucking money. Wow. Oh, really? I know oh. we spent a lot. Yeah. I think we would have made it. That's true. So Xbox uh, reported revenue of $16.28 billion from the 2021 calendar year. It's the be- and so that's Xbox alone. You know, it's not Microsoft, just Xbox. Uh, which is the yeah. best calendar year on record. Um, beating the previous high of 2020. Um, total gaming revenue has been up 17.7% year over year. Content and services revenue has been up 8.8 year over year. And hardware revenue is up a whopping 63.3% year over year. Oh, so. Fat numbies. And we ain't even got started yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's huge, man. It's really, it's really, really positive for sure. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just crazy when you think about this stuff. You know, you think about like 2014-15 that we now know. There were conversations that were being had about closing the Xbox division. Like, that was a genuine mm-hmm. conversation that was being had. And like, you know, not to sound like melodramatic, but that would be pretty devastating if to me. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, because we play socially, we would be like, okay, we're, we're probably going to all play PlayStation now. Or we'll all invest in PCs and, you know, it'll, it'll work. But it wouldn't be ideal yeah. and I feel like there would be something missing there and there would be like the grass is greener, you know, and the IPs would likely die or get sold off, you know, like yeah. Gears would be sold off to Ubisoft, Halo would go to, you know, anyone, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, EA. Uh, yeah, so I, it's obviously, it's just, that's all it is, it's just comforting to see, like, this is working, like, because we've been talking about this for so long, it's like, this is working, the Games Pass thing, the focus on content and games, it's, here the numbers are right here yeah yeah it's pretty obvious we're heading in the right direction um and and with the amount we're investing and we're building um 
are first party studios and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's it's only looking greener, isn't it? It's only looking better. Exactly, and that's like we we so. we spoke about this. Like I probably been like one of our first like episodes. I remember saying that I felt that flight sim, which sounds like now sounds like a really small thing, but like at the time, because we were coming out of the content drought at the end of twenty nineteen, like we had fucking nothing in twenty nineteen. Moving into twenty twenty, mm-hmm. um, flight sim, which was obviously you know nine and ten out of tens across the board, was getting ported to Xboxes. Um, was that twenty twenty? No, that's 2021. So sorry, still last year because after the release of the consoles, right, of next gen, which was last November. Mm-hmm. 2021. Correct. Oh, no, no, no. November 2020. It was yeah. November 2020 the consoles came out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah me- must have been. But that still means Flight yeah. Sim came out in 2021. Yeah, okay, that's fine. So yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. I remember saying that like, that felt like, like, like cracks in the dam. Like that yeah. was going to hit, and it was going to crack the dam. Water's going to start coming through, and then you know we had things like Gears Tactics, and then towards the end of the year, what else was there? There was some other stuff, like not just Games Pass hits, but some other stuff that I, I'm really struggling to put my finger on right now. Nonetheless, my point is we're still at that point where I feel like the dam's cracks are like widening. You know, we've had Halo, you know, we've got obviously Starfield at the end of this year, Redfall, and other stuff. Those cracks are widening, but 2020. Three is when that dam breaks, and we have yeah, this, you know, yeah, we have that kind of cadence that Xbox has been so excited about for ages of having this like uh, quarterly AAA game, first party game. That's what they want. That's the goal with like smaller stuff littered throughout. And once they get to mm-hmm. that, like that's that's crazy, man. To always be three months away from the next big Xbox release, the podcast is going to be six hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost kind of overwhelming. It's daunting. I don't, have, I don't know if I'll have enough time to play games. We'll have to play all of them. We need to review I, all of them. I know. <laughs> I know, Nick. I'm going to have to quit my day job. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, Lord, save me. Damn. It's yeah. a hard world we live in. Yeah, truly. Yeah, so that's, you know, the finances. You know, you. I'm sure none of us are surprised Xbox is doing well, but it's... There's an upward trend that is accelerating, and I think that is only going to well, hopefully, hopefully, barring any major fuck ups and landing, landing, uh, good scores on these on these critical releases. This is just going to you know keep going upwards. So yay, yay, yay! And then Xbox can acquire me. Big thumbs up. No, just you. What about me, fucking snake? <laughs> Do you, you want to be a sellout? Me. Do you want to be a sellout? I just want to be a sellout with you. Yeah, I can't speak for you. Okay, let's do it, man. Acquire us, then we can be acquired. Oh yeah, I can't speak for you, fucking that card. You just <laughs> forgot about me. <laughs> I, I did not. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um, there has been quite a funny old thing going on in the UK, in in our old United Kingdom, our side of the pond. Mm. Well, the government have been investigating auto renewal, and they've been like, you know what? This is a bit cheeky, isn't it? This is a bit fucking cheeky, uh, because people just keep getting charged, and they don't want that. And, you know, I think mostly this is this is an old person thing. Like, yeah, I think that's, like, genuinely actually quite exploitative. Uh, because we don't really have an excuse. Sometimes we just get lazy. Nonetheless... 
companies are shitty with this in that they try and hide, you know, the cancel renewal button or they're like, mm-hmm. we'll send you an email when it gets close to the time. And then like they don't, or it gets buried or, you know, it's just, yeah. Oops. It went to junk. <laughs> yeah. But all of our other marketing emails didn't. <laughs> yeah. We'll take your money though. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that has prompted Xbox to, I think it's currently a conversation that's being had. Um, I don't know if it's actually been put. It sounds like it's been kind of put in stone, but you know, I, I don't know. Uh, is that uh, uh, renewals will be cancelled if they're no longer in in use? Uh, and uh, inactive Games Pass users, you know, those those will just be cancelled by themselves. Mm. Um, okay. So I mean, yeah, I I just I just thought this was really interesting because obviously this whole as we're moving into the age of subscriptions. It's one of those things where Xbox wants to be a cut above everyone else and like it could be convenient and to not have horror stories where people are like, oh, they charge yeah. me another 30 quid for the annual thing and now I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. When you sign up and you, you buy these things, it is it is there. It is quite obvious that it's just like, this is a recurring monthly charge. You know what you're signing up for. You, you know, if you're an adult, you should be aware that if you click this confirm button, £15 is being taken out of your account every month. And I don't know, it's not it's not hard for us just to note these things down if we want to cancel it and what we have going. I don't see a huge issue with it. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess it's nice that Xbox is trying to be clean about it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you, you can't you can't like tell me that you don't feel that some companies really ride the line in like some making it yes. hard for you to stop or like will be like perfectly yeah. fine with you missing like the email or you know whatever like and i just feel like yeah. that's not that's not okay there's definitely more ethical ways you can approach it for sure um and yeah and sometimes cancelling shit is such a ball ache it's unreal um are you and sure yeah, and that's and that's because yeah yeah <laughs> i'll offer you 10 percent off yeah look um, at our catalog and- of content yeah fuck off and that and that's mainly because they are aware of the current generation and how lazy people are as well. Um, so it is kind of how we've grown up, yeah. As well, like I know for a fact, I have at least a, a couple, if not more, monthly subscriptions that I could cancel. I don't use, but they just they just take money from me, dude. That must be nice. But I know it's my fault. Like <laughs> I could. I, I should go in and cancel it. But yeah, I I, I know what you mean. Um, and I think all in all, the whole also renewal thing, yeah, I think it does need cleaning up for sure. Yeah. And as I say, this does feel like a thing which is really targeted at... Like the, the demographic which is struggling the most with this is older people. And if Xbox want to be accessible to older people, some older people will see that and they'll be like, subscriptions, what is a subscription? Back in my day, we bought Box and Inbox was product. and But now it's like... Well, now you pay and you get that stream to you, granddad. And like, you know, if they want to be able to do that, then they need to make that easy for that demographic to, to look at it and be like, oh, so if I'm not using it, it will just cancel by itself. All right, that sounds good. You know? Yeah. So yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, I think, the main yeah. angle here. Yeah, it is nice for sure. Yeah. Have you been experiencing slow... Um, a dashboard brain function. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dashboard. Has your brain dribbled out your nose? 
<laughs> Go to a hospital. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you experienced fucking slow dashboards? You know, the guide coming out on your Xbox Series X. Apparently, this is an actual bug. Me and Tim have spoke about this off air. I, it sucks. It's been fucking frustrating for a while. And I, I thought it was um, an alpha ring thing, you know, being an insider. And But I left that and it yeah. still happened. And it's goddamn, it's irritating. Really irritating. Like sometimes I'm waiting up to like seven, eight seconds for the guide to pop open. I'm like, do I not have yeah. the power in my console? Like, yeah. what's going on? Um, and yeah, so apparently this is a legitimate bug. I just wanted to like note this down because to me this is this is important. If it doesn't, you know, if it's not obvious, it's quite annoying. Uh, so yeah. yeah, that's that's something which is now being tested in Insider Rings, and hopefully soon that we're back to normal where it opens really easily and closes nice and quick and responsive. So I don't like I'm not playing Halo and tried to take a quick clip. But now I've respawned again and I've been killed again before the guy has even come up, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, it really fucking sucks. It does suck. And it's like, it, it kind of gets to the point where you're like, is it frozen? And then you start <laughs> smashing buttons and then it just makes it worse. Yeah, like, you're just like, what is this? Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 it's it's awful, man. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it sounds like a nitpick, but it really is kind of a big deal, especially yeah. when this guide is supposed to just slide open and be like this easy accessible you know flick between games go record something check a message check who's online and it's just it's just the exact opposite of that right now it's just yeah. you, you click it you go make a fucking tea and then you can see who's online <laughs> yeah woohoo yeah so why haven't why haven't you joined mate i invited you 15 minutes ago i was like yep still waiting for it to low buddy <laughs> be with you soon yeah oh, god yeah it's really bad all right. Well, um, you know, much like most of the details of Redfall, we seem to get it from very anonymous and like, you know, untrustworthy sources around the Internet. Uh, but it seems we've had a very, very minor like rumor slash leak. And it's come from the fan, the Spanish Redfall Twitter fan page. And, you know, it's not impossible that they could have information for any reason, number of reasons. Obviously, take it with a handful of salt. I wouldn't be talking about it if I didn't feel like there was some degree of credibility just because it's been shared by other insiders who I consider trust, uh, trusty, even though it hasn't trusty, trustworthy, uh, even though it hasn't been corroborated. Yeah. So those details are this. It will launch in October. Who the fuck said that? These guys. These guys right here. These handsome lads. Yeah, this, is, this is why we're open to acquisition. Just going to put it out there. Um, Again. <laughs> <laughs> again yeah we always start to sound desperate <laughs> yeah um, he's off dude he's yeah, off. okay okay uh allegedly there will be a fifth playable character which isn't yet announced which is nice i like that i like that i think this four player game you know when there's a, a three player game or a four player game that has one more character than the amount that you can play with i get good vibes from that you know really yeah can you is name just... a game that does that Yes, but it, I don't feel like it's an example that illustrates <laughs> my point, and so I don't want to. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's Outriders. <laughs> Outriders have four classes. So, so what does this mean? A fifth playable character. So it just means someone else to select. So you're not. It's not just a different class. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just another one in. But it's a four-player game. Yeah. Yeah. That, okay. That gives yeah, me good. Cool. That gives me good vibes because it means that they've had extra development time to be able to do that and be like, just oh, fucking yeah. whack it in the game and we're not going to sell this back to you. Because they quite easily could yeah. be like, we've developed this already and like it doesn't make sense to launch a four-player game with five players. 
that would be too yeah. much content. <laughs> you know, so we'll sell it back to yeah, you. True. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, that, yeah. yeah, that always gives me good vibes. I don't know who this is, but allegedly James Masters, who's from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, would voice the main villain in, in English. Don't know who that is. Huge, huge dude. I don't know. I'm going to Google him right Appar- now. Apparently, people are quite excited about this. So I think I think I know who he is. Let me have a look. From what I understand, he's like the antagonist who maybe plays a gremlin. May play a vampire, I guess. I don't think he plays a gremlin. <laughs> I mean, Maybe we all Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Buffy the Gremlin Slayer. Let's go. Is it Masters with a M A R? It's no. spelled Masters here. Oh, not Masters. But oh, I'm only being corrected to Masters. So oh, maybe yeah. It looks like a misspelling. I don't know. No, yeah, I do recognize him. But you don't know it's... much else. No, I don't really. I don't really know him. It doesn't really get me that excited, to be honest. Okay. But I do. I definitely do recognize him. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He plays Spike. Spike. Yeah. Cool. Spike the Gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a good name for a gremlin. Uh, 18 hours long, apparently, for the campaign, which is nice and juicy. I'm into that. You know, this is like one of those replayable type games, which it allegedly is. Um, 18 hours good is good. Yeah. And there will be vampire animals, which is also kind of cool because that wasn't shown off in the CGI trailer. There wasn't any indication that that would be a thing. But, you know, that sounds pretty cool as well. Uh, much like with everything we know about Redfall at the moment, we, we kind of just need to see gameplay, even though we, we leave it in Arcane's very capable hands. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to I see it. I have faith, but I want to see it, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a weird uh, it's a weird anomaly, this game. Yeah, it truly is. So far. It truly but is. But I have a strange amount of faith in it. Yeah, I do as well. Um, vampires, man. Vampires, that sounds fun. That sounds cool. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Okay, this week we also had two preview events uh, for two uh, games that are Xbox IPs, I guess. Uh, one of them was Sea of Thieves, and the other was Elder Scrolls Online, and they were both showing off their um, 2022 like roadmap uh, mm-hmm. sort of thing, and what what, what the focus is going to be. Uh, sea of Thieves had a 22 long minute video, uh, sort of t- talking about what's really happening, and um. The idea was here is that they're essentially going to be focusing on bringing in events to adventure mode and adding what they termed like mysteries, which were like not tall tales, but like story driven, like threads that you could go through and like out in the world. Um, okay. However, they're shutting down arenas, um, which well, we, is we've good. known that for a while, haven't we? No. Oh. I always thought that was... I mean, maybe I just thought it was going to happen just in my own head. No, arenas... Yeah. They they had publicly said that arenas would not get any more support. Support, yeah. yeah. But, like, it's being straight shut down now because it's, like, 0.2% of the player base. And it's, like, quite frankly, I, like, you know, I'm, sh- I'm sure they think it's a mistake as well. But, like, when they first announced this, I was like, why? <laughs> like, why? Yeah. Like, it was kind of cool, I guess. But, like, the fact that you're split in the player base and just not putting that time into making something cool in the adventure mode just is like a bit frustrating to me so yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's the right call just to axe it yeah 
I think it is. Yeah, difficult, difficult decision, but I think it's the the right thing to do. Um, there was a big emphasis on them, like with these mysteries and what they wanted to do with adventures, was like having a lot of like story focused content, which honestly I I'm not sure about. Like, I don't know because of the way, like not not to say that they can't tell good stories in this format, because I think some of the tall tales have done have actually been like quite good in how you know they've used the environment to do the storytelling and stuff, but it's yeah. a co-op game like i don't know yeah. i don't feel like the story should ever be something which should be spearheading the the engagement in a co-op game am i wrong no yeah it'd be nice for it just to like sort of come into the world a bit more naturally rather than like actually like embarking on what feels like a segmented um story away from this this open explorative world sort of thing um it kind of almost feels like you're loading into like a mission, right? When you select one of these things um, to an extent and it can, it can kind of disconnect you from mm-hmm. this shared world experience. Um, so yeah, yeah, no, I mean, and plus there's so many of them already, right? Like I don't really feel, I, I feel like at this point, if you start slamming more in, there's just, there's, an insane, there's already like 10 tall tales and then this massive Pirates of the Caribbean, like thing that they did as well. Like, that's so many hours of content in this style already. Do you really need to add more? Yeah. Like, and so this is like kind of my thing. Like we see this and I've, I've always said it. It's like, I just want you to keep adding fun shit to the sandbox. That's literally, yeah. that's all I want. Just stop doing anything else. Um, and, and like, this really wasn't that direction. And you know, the last big update they did was that, that they, they literally called it the tools, not rules, uh, update which is like a mantra that the team has had from the beginning where it's like you know there's new new enemies there's the mermaids there's the crab boys there's the uh, mermaid staff thing and you know the underwater coral reefs that might have been an update before actually but you know all of this sort of stuff yeah um which is like toys and that's like great um that's what i'm here for uh, but this sounds like it's going more in the narrative direction. And it's like, I don't Are people coming to see if these four stories, I mean, like make your own no. stories. Yeah. But not to be told a story. There's probably yeah. a space for it, but that's kind of like where you threw in your niche, like parts of the Caribbean, like extension. You know, and it's, so- yeah, it's, it, there is a space for it that's already been done. It's already been filled right to an extent, at least for now, like just take a break from it and then maybe add more later down the line. But I don't really feel like we need more right now. Um. Yeah, I want to fire chickens out of cannons. Yeah, shut up that. I think you can do that already. That's what I want to do. You can fire chickens out of cannons. I think you can do that. Hang on. Let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but nonetheless, um, even though I don't think this, you know, even you know, it's just it's just words on paper at this point. You know, yet to see what kind of comes of it. Um. But even though that direction doesn't sound like super ideal for me, um some of this stuff sounds really interesting. So what they, you know, they've put out like a nice little picture with like kind of what to expect from season six through to seven to eight to nine ac- across the whole year. And the jet, the, the general sort of highlights of those seasons are season six is sea forts and pirate legend content. And sea forts are kind of what I say. I sent you the picture of them. They're like uh skeleton forts, but like smaller for smaller groups that they're like a bit more dungeony with puzzles, but also, you know, like AI encounters. Um, yeah. So they're less like, you don't need a squad of four to take this down in anything under than three hours, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's smaller, kind of like a bit more intimate. Um, and they looked really cool. They look great. There's like different themed forts across like different areas of the world that look different and behave differently. Cool. Sounds great. 
Season seven, new ways to play and progress. I think that sounds quite cool. I don't know what that means. They didn't really touch on it, but new ways to progress. I don't know what else they're wanting to add in terms of progression. There's a battle pass. There's like six billion challenges. You know, I don't know. Um, Whatever. Yeah. New ways to play. Level up your pets. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, New ways to play, I'm hopeful, means give me more weapons. (laughs) But, that would be cool yeah uh but judging by the little picture there which is of a compass i get the feeling it's like maybe a new trading company or like you know more that um so we'll Equally see quite cool yeah uh season eight we've got expanded role play and quest types so having said i guess that would be the quest types part um so there's that again pretty vague and then season nine is new social options for crews um which i imagine that sounds like the uh, infamous uh, part, uh, what was it captaincy update the the update that they said they were going to release before the game launched they were like the first update is going to be captaincy you're going to be able to name your ship and it will be there on the banner and you'll all be able to oh. like do this stuff together on the ship and you'll be banned and then they ended up delaying that because they were like we need to get shit in the game like the megalodon <laughs> like those quests so and that, it just never came and I said that sounds like that to me and I know there's like quite a lot of excitement for that um to be able to kind of have that kind of have a like a crew and a name and fly under a banner and you know that sort of stuff mm. so yeah that'd yeah. be kind of cool so that's the general thing and i've got a bit more of a summary here but i don't think i really need to go into more detail of what what like, that kind of is but the the essential um cadence of it is that they plan to add kind of a new adventure a month which sounds like a similar mini tall tale there's like one monthly and there's like a decision to make at the end of it and the, the, the decision that the community makes will leave a lasting impact on the on the Sea of Thieves, which I think was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. I think that's quite cool. Um, but yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what it's, uh, Sea of Thieves is looking like uh, for 2022. Nice. Still yeah. going strong. Pretty hard. Pretty hopeful, yeah. Just like That's last good. year, they've described it as their biggest year. You know, they keep saying that every year. They say, this is our biggest year yet. And to be fair, it always is. They've always won up themselves in the previous year. So, you know. Yeah, they're not lying. <laughs> Go, little rock star. Um, yeah, and uh, Elder Scrolls Online 2022 preview as well sort of showed off um, that it was taking place in an entirely new place in the Elder Scrolls universe. It's like a little island. It was called um, High Isle. I don't know why I haven't put this in the notes this feels like a very important thing to have in the notes i'm pretty sure it was called high isle um and the focus was on kind of bretons um really and sort of like the legacy of bretons uh but the big takeaway here the the big like thing that they were showing off was that they were adding a card game it is high isle yes phew say i really really could have done and embarrassed myself there um (sighs) and the card game is going to be called tales of tribute uh, it's just like a fully implemented card game, you know, Gwent kind of feel uh, that you can find these cards throughout the game and you can kind of play it. Obviously, we don't have any footage of what that looks like or how this plays, but what they did say in terms of how do they flatten the curve to make it accessible versus someone who's played, you know, gaj- gajillion hours is that, and this sounds weird, two decks are picked by each player. There are four starting decks. So two are picked by each player. Those are all shuffled together. And then dealt. Okay. So there's an element of like, yes, what you've picked as your deck, you're likely to get some of that, but you're also likely to get stuff from other decks that you're maybe not used to and you have to kind of on the fly kind of make that work together. Okay. Um, 
Uh, and so there's an element of getting familiar with the other decks, you know, you know, the higher you go to sort of really make the most out of your your knowledge there. Um, thoughts? Interesting. <laughs> uh, it's it's that's interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, it depends how many decks there are in the game, right? I mean, are these set decks or are these decks that you can literally just custom create from scratch? I think there are there are yeah four set decks, but obviously you can find cards that aren't in those decks out in the world to, to add to them yeah. and customize them. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I think Witcher did it really well with Gwent, so I think there's definitely a space for it here. Um, it's it's a nice. It, it's almost like baking in another genre into a, a a game that already is an MMO, right? It's something people can go to and just be like, yeah, let's play some cards, you know, I'm yeah. done fucking raiding, you know, that's, and you're essentially playing a different game at that point. So I do think it's kind of cool to bake something like that into the game. Yeah. Um, I think based on what I've played with like Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic and all that kind of thing, I think the Elder Scrolls universe has a really cool, and Hearthstone too, has a, a really cool universe to use for this sort of thing, to, to make cards. Um, you know, you could like just throw down like Alduin and just be like, I win now. You know, <laughs> yeah. something like that. You know, it, it there is like yeah, it's it's it, it's pretty cool the sort of high fantasy um world it's built in in universe. You could definitely make some cool cards out of it. Um Yeah, man, I love card games. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm actually on board for it. Um I mean obviously this is a paid expansion. Um similar to all the other expansions they've done but i don't know how that'll work um, actually might bring me back to ESO. yeah but i think yeah. that's the thing about this sort of expansion isn't it i think it does well to engage new players who are already still engaged but like are you really coming back to elder scrolls online for a guard no. game like probably yeah. not I think it's more aimed at players that are currently playing ESO and could maybe use a bit of a, fre- a f- you know a breath of fresh air and play something else Keeping rather them than bring yeah. rather than getting returning players to come back. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think for sure. But the the reception that I was getting, like having a screen of like Twitter and and Reddit, um, was that a lot of people were kind of disappointed that this was like less of a focus to pull them back. You know, like a lot, I saw a lot of people talking about wanting another class because the last one yeah. was Necromancer, which was like two years ago or something, you know, or like a new skill line or something, you know, to do with the game. So, yeah, so I think it's maybe not appealing to that that side of it, but um, yeah, I, you know, nonetheless, I think it's it's a pretty cool thing to add. You know, it's, it is cool. Yeah, it's 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 different and it's is is cool. Yeah, I respect it. I respect it. You get a big R from us. Um. Excellent, and this is our last story for today, uh, which I mentioned uh, at the at the beginning of, at the top of the show, and that was our big Xbox leak of the leak of the week, which was that Xbox is reportedly working on a Monster Hunter style co op game, and this comes from Grubby Jeffy Grubby over at Gamesby. I think you. I can't remember where he talked about it. And then it's also been, this has been now corroborated by uh, Jess Corden over on Windows, Windows Central. So this is like a thing. This is a thing. We're not in, in rumor ter- uh, territory. Um, and what was said was um, that it's Certain Affinity who's making it. Um, certain Affinity are the dudes who 
they're typically a support studio and they've supported with COD, they've supported with Halo. I'm pretty sure this was the company who did the CGI trailers for Halo 2 Anniversary, which, if you remember, look absolutely incredible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they did look really, really good. Um... And so they have like a long history of working with Xbox and supposedly this is something they were working on. They needed money and they went to Xbox and said, what do you think? Does this like, you know, take your fancy? And Xbox said, hell yeah, we'll give you some money. And this is what's happening. Fucking ace, dude. Yeah, I, I like, love it. I like a Monster Hunter game. It's, it's a bit of a untapped genre, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, you've, you've had games try try to um imitate what monsanto's done um but i don't think yeah god eater was one dauntless another um and they've they've never been mega successful um they've never quite taken down the giant so um so monsanto definitely still does have a monopoly um in that sort of space in that genre but you know it's quite scary because it is so hard to go up against something like Monsanto. Um, and it'd be interesting to see how it performs and just how different it is. You know, will they go with like swords and hammers and all that sort of stuff? Or, and or will they go down a different route and, and know, have some more inventive weapons, you know, maybe like a fucking something like how Dragon's Dogma did their classes, you know, have like a magic real heavy. cool, like, yeah, like high fantasy, magic heavy sort of arsenal to take down these creatures or however the game is going to be. Um, so there's definitely some routes they can take it. And I think that's the route they should go with um, to separate itself, mm-hmm. make it a bit more um, a bit more out there, yeah. and a bit more um, high fantasy, I guess. Yeah, and we know very little. Like We don't even know if this is first person or third. Like This, this could be like yeah. a shooter. It could be kind of cool. First person could be kind of sick. Hmm. That could be kind of cool. Yeah, I think. But obviously, be. I can I can only envision this game as a third person based on based yeah. on uh, previous games that have come into this space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think first person could be could be kind of dope. Yeah, it could be interesting. Um, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah, I think this is kind of interesting. And you know, like what was kind of said, you know, about Monster Hunter is like we probably can't get that like as a as a day one release on Games Pass. So it'd be good to have. To have something which was kind of competition, competition to that, um, and obviously you, you know, we know Xbox love this like like having these co-op games for for obvious reasons that it drags your friends in as well, um, and it's easy for your yeah. friends to all get on board and try that, and then you know buy maybe any extras that come out as a result. Um, but allegedly, it has been in development since the summer of 2020, so we're talking like just over a year of development, and it's likely slated for a 2023 reveal um, and perhaps 2024 release. So still a while off. Um, and that's, you know, just rough figures. Uh, but that's kind of what that seems to be doing. Now, I'm scared a little bit. I'm scared because I, this might mean, and I could be reaching here, but this could, this very much might mean someone has seen that PlayStation are looking to lock up Monster Hunter and are like, we should probably have a competitor ready to go. Because the last one sold like hotcakes and it established Monster Hunter in the West. It was critical, like a critical darling. If the second one is going to just do that, like doubled. And if we don't do that, have that, something like that, it's going to be a problem. And and that premise frightens me. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, I mean, that's quite, it's quite an assumption. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a possibility, right? And yeah, that freaks the fuck out of me as well. Um, I've waited so long for for it to come to, um, which is mainline consoles in general, but or, uh, Xbox specifically. Um, and for it to be ripped away would break my heart. Yeah that would suck and like it, i really wouldn't put it past like if, if i had to think what things would sony us would sony be looking to lock up over this generation i would think monster hunter is one of them it's like jrpg it's like co-op which isn't really they don't have a market for that with their first party stuff um yeah it wouldn't surprise me that we see it get the final fantasy treatment of like we're gonna lock this way for a year at least stop that i know it's frightening <laughs> It's a real Achilles heel. my soul. I know. So, you know, we'll have to see. But I, I don't think that's off the cards. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely bracing myself for that possibility. Um, that that's something. I don't think I could ever brace myself enough. I know. I know, dude. I think it always knock my, knock me off my feet. I think that will be the day that we have a YouTube video taken down for profanity. You know. Yeah. <laughs> be the uh, day I buy a PlayStation Five. All that. Yeah um okay and um and, and this is the sort of this kind of came as part of the window central article as well talking about that dev uh, team certain affinity that allegedly they're working on a halo mode as well which is what i said earlier should i talk about this now or not well the, you know talk about it now um allegedly they're working on a on a halo infinite mode as well as i say they're, they're generally a support studio um and they're supporting with a game mode allegedly this game mode we don't know what it is is a mode that is designed to be accessible to people who play battle royales. Okay. Also, allegedly, this isn't a battle royale. This comes from like other insiders. Um, Serasia, I think you pronounce it. Um, I, I follow this uh, this person, and they have, have been have Cereza. been pretty consistent, yeah. um, generally. Uh, and they've said it's not battle royale. Think of it like an invasion two point which sounds awesome. Yeah, I love Invasion. Loved it. That sounds really interesting. That sounds really great. You know, so this, you know, when I said earlier that I feel like they have a lot in the pipeline and a lot ready to go, I feel like they're going to really go for kind of a bombastic season two. Maybe this isn't even a season two thing, but nonetheless, you know, there's lots of moving parts and there's lots of stuff happening. It's just a matter of, you like it, a matter of when rather than yeah. <laughs> where. Ooh, where? Oh, that's a good one. That was, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I like hit a note there. It sounded like a, f- <laughs> a flute, <laughs> flute lodged in my throat. Yeah, oh, or crooner of time, I Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, mate, it's something along the lines of invasion is is definitely right up my alley. I'd love to see that make a return um, into Halo Infinite, and I, I, I'm pretty sure at one point we've all been in a party just playing Halo, like ten of us. And I think every single person's game of choice to come back was like Invasion. Like so many people just like, oh, yeah, bring, like something like Invasion would be so cool. Um, yeah. So, and some of these people were pretty hardcore Halo players, um, yeah. us included. So this is kind of hype. So I, that's I, it. Yeah. I, and I have to imagine this is something that's like the large game mode. You know, if Arena is small, if B2B is medium, this would be large. So maybe it'd be 24, be 24, mm-hmm. 30, be 30, you know, and that is, you know, you're starting to get into territory of like, those are BR numbers, you know, um, even though, you know, it's not BR. And and the, the tiny little dusting on the top of this in terms of the news comes from the same person on Twitter, uh, Serasia. Uh, you can hack Sentinels, allegedly, uh, so they can join your team and defend fobs. 
um, forward operating basis, you know, same things that you do yeah. in campaigns. Um, and you know what this sounds like? This doesn't sound like invasion. That sounds like Warzone. <laughs> so, yeah, and I know, does. I know Warzone was quite popular as well, maybe with a different audience than... I liked Warzone. Yeah. I, I did like Warzone. I don't think I loved it. No, me neither. But I did like it. It was fine. Yeah, so I guess maybe if it's because that that's if you can hack Sentinel so they can join the team, that sounds like there's PVE elements. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe yeah. it's kind of like a you know integration of invasion and like Warzone. You know, where there, there is a PVE element of it, but we're also pushing forward like to these different stages of the map. Um, yeah, it kind of sounds like that's the sort of route they're going down for sure. Mm. Yeah, just making like a hybrid of both these game modes. Um, I like it. I've I've always been a big fan of of PVE mixed with PvP. Personally, like I've always had a, a soft spot for it. Mm. Um, so I think it's kind of cool. I like it. I like the idea. Yeah, it's a bit of a wait and see for me. I don't think I've ever really been super sold on like the PVE EVP. Like I think it like can be kind of fun. I guess I just struggle to see like the rationale for it. Of like, what does this do? Like, what is this improving? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, obviously, it, it depends on the genre, too, because you could, you know, Smite has PvEVP. Um, you know, uh, what was the other one? Uh, Hunt Showdown PvEVP. That's you know, true. Those I do like both do it very well. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. You know, and will these things give you buffs? You know, will they, or will it just be like allies? Or will it bank points and stuff like that yeah with it bank points that you can spend and get a fucking hornet you know not 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 a wasp like an actual hornet like a bigger version yeah that you and your teammates can all fly in and like, a falcon, like storm yeah. storm the base yeah something like that you know it it's all it's all quite interesting um mm. and i i wouldn't be surprised if that makes a return because if they're combining it with warzone where warzone had the whole deck system and cards that you could deploy vehicles and stuff like that with Maybe they're just going to bake it into a currency that you earn by doing PvEVP or taking bases and stuff like that, and then you can get these things in game. You know, yeah. if they're combining it and changing it, <clears throat> could be the yeah. kind of route they're going down. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so big old wait and see. Um, you know, as I say, cool. I think this is one of the things that if they finally do get a roadmap out three four three, that is, you know, this would be something that I imagine would be on it. You know, maybe. We don't know how far along this is because certain affinity, obviously, as a different team, are working on this. So maybe this is like kind of further out, like holiday twenty twenty two. This would be something I would expect mm. to see maybe towards the end of the roadmap, like new game mode uh, for you know start dropping in like season four, I guess, or beginning of season three. Um, yeah, and yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I think it sounds kind of cool. Uh, but that is the, that is a wrap. That's a big that's old the show. duck wrap. That's a hoisin duck wrap right there. Dude, well, that's weird. I'm having that for dinner tonight. Really? That's kind of crazy. I'm having, yeah. okay. I'm having teriyaki uh, beef rice. Oh, so we're both having like a sort of Chinese Asian yeah. sort of meal. Yeah, nice. we are. Good for us. It's pleasant. I hope Good everyone else is as well pleasant. watching this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, and with that, we <laughs> fair, we uh, uh, buy oh. and um, have it. a good meal. <laughs> Dude, you're getting I, better at these. I hope I you did. <laughs> I hope you have a good meal and a full belly and just fall asleep swiftly. Goodbye. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.